Hello, you gorgeous divine being, and welcome to the Divine Spirit Within podcast. I am your host, Meredith Ann. You have found yourself here by no accident because you're on a very, very deep journey within to connect to your source, your divinity, to learn your way of receiving the purity of love, the purity of money, the purity of your divine truth, your way of navigating your life, living your life in complete alignment with your source, your truth, your purpose for being here. Let's dive in. Hello, love. I come to you in this moment because I know, like I know, that it's something that you may need to hear, you may need to receive in your way right now. Because I know I'm not the only one going through this experience right now. Because if you have been listening to the Divine Spirit within for any amount of time, and it really doesn't take too much time, to pick up on the journey, the inner journey of connecting within to your divine spirit within, your God within, the universe within you, love within you, whatever that is, however that resonates for you, it's your life force. And as you know, I have shared very raw, very profoundly, very potently what love has wanted to be shared on the journey thus far. I've been an open channel of communication and an open channel for the experience. And that's why I know this is needing to be heard because I would want to hear this in these moments that I've been in right now. So I'm going to be the one to allow what's coming through me and what I've been experiencing to be shared for you because I know it deeply, deeply, deeply nourishes me sharing. So I know it's going to nourish you in the ways that you may need right now. And so what I'm sharing is more of the embodiment piece of the journey. Now, one can argue the whole journey is is an embodiment journey. Yes, of course, we could have that debate. Of course it is. All roads lead to the full embodiment, the full reclaiming of your divine spirit within, the full living out your divine spirit within and thriving. Of course, of course. And there's all different phases. There's all different seasons of the journey. And some seasons are very, very, very deep. And some seasons are very, very deep and dark. And I have wandered through the deep darkness for 
quite a few seasons. And now as I emerge is the word, emerge, like poking the eyeball out and looking out and seeing and experiencing aspects of life very differently. It's this earthing process. It's this process for me of of incarnating, even though, yes, I have a physical body that you can see with human eyes and it is here on human earth, like, it is here on earth. I never fully incarnated here as my truth, as my divine being. And that's what my whole journey has been about. I have been hanging out in the air element and that might explain if you are familiar with the five elements that might explain why I've had such deep 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 darkness to wade through because the air kind of takes you very deep in dark places but all the places that I needed to go to see, to explore, to learn, and to reap and mine the gold. That's what it's all about. It's not about living solely in the darkness, I've learned, because I became very aligned with my darkness. I find the darkness fascinating. I I do. And it was a very, it became a very comfortable place at points for me to be and attempt to live from and what I realized is just like darkness it's kind of hard to like you can't see in the darkness without a light and that's when things started to take another turn another season in my life and the alignment and the embodying process started happening. And now this embodiment, just as I say, let's, let's take our arms and push them out on both sides and let's clear some space, shall we? Let's clear some space. As I have done for the healing journey, as I have done for making space for going through your darkness, we're making space for embodying. Now, I know the word embodying, embodiment has been tossed around a lot. If you've spent any time in the online space, the spiritual business space, spiritual community space, it's been thrown around. And like most things and i'm i'm pretty safe to say this based on my experience like most things in those spaces and online they're very surface level thought surface level concepts there's not there's not expressed depth necessarily in them because that depth comes from lived experiences. It comes from the integration process. It comes from the embodying process.
process. And it and there's this innate wisdom is what is that gold that comes through that process. And not a lot of what is being spoken about is coming from that place of of integration of being processed of being fully embodied and that wisdom literally like just gleaming and speaking from that place of the wisdom and so with that being said i know i would want to know really the depth of embodying and I'm learning my like firsthand the depth of embodying for myself and again embodiment is just like healing with its own aspects but with the sense of we have to give it space first of all like we can't skip it we can't skip over it and those are two areas, healing and embodiment, that on a human level, we want to bypass. We want to escape from because, oof, baby, it requires every aspect of us to show up. It requires all of us to devote. It requires us to give up who we thought we were it requires us to let go of all of our safety mechanisms all of our comforts all all of our escapism all of our coping mechanisms and it really requires us to get real with our truth and who we are why we're here because if you're on this journey and you're listening to this podcast, at some point you've had a breakdown moment where you had a realization, you had a visualization, something happened in your life that fell apart on you that made you realize this is not working. The way I'm living life, it's just not working. And it may not have been a dramatic, it may not have been dramatic. It may just be this nagging burnout that you're fighting all the time. This ugh feeling in the morning when you're trying to get out of bed, living that life. And that's why you're here. That's why you're here. And it's a journey with without an actual instruction manual that you can go, you know, buy at Barnes and Noble. But there is an instruction manual. Your soul has it. Your divine spirit within has it. It does. But it doesn't read like a typical book. It doesn't read like a recipe necessarily. And it's not linear. It's anything but linear. It prides itself on being anything but linear. Which is the irony because... At least here in the West, we're taught to live very linear. And so that's why I see the, the, the irony in it. 
how it is literally the opposite of everything that I have learned. So there is a relearning process. There's a, there's a deprogramming process. And that can be very destabling to the body, to the human, especially the human, and of course our ego, because it it will feel unsafe. Anything other than what you have known is going to feel unsafe because we're inherently taught the unknown is unsafe. And... Our dreams, our desires, no matter how incredible they they make us feel, they give us visions, they give us nudges, they give us chills, they, they give us drawings, they give us journalings, all those things, it's still the unknown. And unfortunately, those are the places where dreams and desires just die. That's where they die. That's where they're birthed and that's where they die. And we're at a point in human history where that can't keep happening because we need those, we need those dreams, those desires to come into full, full expression, full thriving expression and fruition because as a humanity, we need them. We do. And maybe it's hard to believe that each of us is here for a divine purpose. And each divine purpose is like a tapestry. It all weaves together. And without yours, without mine, without theirs, without hers, without his, all these things, we have these holes in the tapestry. And things don't flow right. Things don't work right when there's all these holes. There's these missing purposes not being fully expressed, thriving for humanity's purpose. Because that's what this is all about. It's for not only you, first and foremost. And that's where we get it gets a little trippy, especially mentally. Is It's about you. Just like they say on the airline, put your oxygen mask on first before you help someone else. And it's very counterintuitive, especially for women who are taught to always give, 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 attend, attend, attend to other people and put ourselves last. I'm telling you, men are not putting themselves last. They're not. They're putting themselves first. But yet as women, we're taught the opposite, especially here in in the West. And that that changes. That 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 just is a fundamental change that happens on this journey. Because you come first. You come first. Your needs, your desires, your heart, your soul, your your divine connection within, your divine sphere, that comes first. Because when that is attended to, that is nourished, everything else in your life, like magic, seems to work without you necessarily figuring it out or making it work or anything like that. 
because that is, first of all, your alignment and then your embodiment. And it's real. It's real. And that's the point that I'm at is like, it's really real. It's really real. I'm sitting here with the biggest smile on my face to let you know it's really real. And maybe you're listening to this and like, that, where is that? Where has she been? But bravo to her. Thank you very much. But this is where I'm at. So it's real. I've, I've heard so much. I've, I've done deep dives on so much. And with my mind, it just seemed so far removed for me in so many ways. Seems so out there for me compared to others. And again, there's that comparison. Like I couldn't see the, the evidence for me. And that's where faith comes in. That's where devotion comes in. That's where the cultivation of your divine spirit within comes from. Because for me, I've had to learn to trust. Had to learn to trust. Trust literally a divine spirit within me. Even when I, I didn't know what that was. I didn't have that wording that resonates with me. I didn't really have a relationship with it. And it's been this journey of trust, of deep trust in the divine spirit within, the cultivation of that relationship. And then the cultivation of that relationship that transcends to, to me, through me, with me, like the bringing the me into this. And bringing that human and soul, the human and divinity together, not separate from each other, not just one living out there, one living in the mind, maybe, I don't know, there's just body. No, coming together and through all of the letting go. I have become a master at letting go. I, I really have. I've developed that, shall we say, muscle within my being of, of letting go, of being able to let go and being able to live very detached, but like healthy detached not clinging to things, not clinging to emotions, not clinging to people, experiences, all the things. Like not giving them my power. And I've been able to sit with that. And I've been able to feel through that detachment, my divine spirit within deeper, God within me deeper my own peace, my own serenity, my own calm, 
And there is something to be said, how powerful and potent it is to be able to sit with your own divine spirit within, with your own peace, your own calm, your own serenity. That's powerful. And especially in the world that we live in today, that's everything is on hyper speed. To be able to live in that space and always be able to come back to that space because inevitably we're going to get knocked out of it sometimes. That's part of that human part of us. But the more we can live from that space, be in that space, cultivate that space within us, that connection within us, we're, li- we're living, breathing love. And it leaves me speechless because I have never known that this is what love is. Because I grew up learning love as a very transactional type of experience. And it never resonated with me. I look back on it all now and it just never resonated with me. And I would question like my parents and I would question just quietly in my room by myself of like questioning how do I know they love me? Obvious, And I started to rely obviously on the actions like you know, they took care of me, you know, they hugged me, they told me they loved me, those kinds of things. And so I took that as they loved me, but I couldn't, like, I couldn't receive it. I couldn't feel it. And I spent my, most of my life like that. And it's through this journey that I get to feel it within me that I am love. I get to feel that love. I get to cultivate that love. I get to be in relationship with that love. And everything I do, I be, I breathe is that love. And it makes me smile so deeply. It really does. And it makes this journey all worthwhile. Everything that I've walked through so far, it's, it's made worthwhile. It truly is. When I didn't even know where I was going, what I was doing, why I was doing it. Or if it would, like, the darkness would ever end at times. Or if the wanting to physically leave my body would ever stop. But fortunately for me, I've always had, I don't know what to call it, but this part of me 
that was like, you got to keep going. You got to see what's on the other side of this. Like, I can't stop now. And I'm so glad I had that part of me. I, I really am. And it's that part of me that has landed me here in embodying this physical body that is here on earth in a way that it has never been embodied. It hasn't. Like, yes, I have the organs. I have, you know, I have all of that. But embodied with my soul, embodied with my divine spirit within, with God, with love. Because my body before what's been being dismantled all along was structures of my body that were never going to serve me going forward in life anymore. They served me as a child. They served me to get into adulthood. And part of adulthood they served me with. But going forward, they're not going to serve me anymore. My body was hooked into fear. The fear matrix. That was its like, dare I say it, way of being. Everything was based on that. It was shut down. It was numb. It was constricted. It was a shell of who I truly am. I was armored all, all over this body. There was armor. There was armor to keep me quote unquote safe. And that's been a theme all along is unraveling what actual safety is, what true safety is and being truly safe in this body. And all the illusion that I lived and created an illusionary life with. And now so much has been cleared out. So much has been let go. So much has been restructured. It's at this season in the journey where the physical embodiment of my human, the truth of my divinity in God and my soul come together in this physical body, how they are all meant to come together and how they're meant to work and what is meant to actually lead me and what energy I'm meant to run, run in this body. And it's a process in alchemy that is beyond me. And I've surrendered to that. It is beyond me. My mind will never understand it. It will never understand it. And that's okay. My mind doesn't need to understand it because I have the trust in God. I have the trust in love. I have the trust in my soul. I have that trust and that divine spirit within me. And I've had to really dig deep. And I've had to really choose choose 
choose that God within me, choose that love, choose that divine spirit, choose that truth, choose that, that truth of who I am, that my true essence. I've had to choose that very, very deeply over and over and over and over again. And more recently, it feels like moment to moment sometimes. And God asked me the other week, choose your path. And I chose. I said, I choose God. I choose truth. I choose love. I choose my true essence. I choose my soul. And when you do that, get ready. Because arguably the next shitstorm comes in some way, shape, or form. (laughs) And it did. And it did. Because it's like, how are you going to respond now? It's that test. How are you going to respond now? And you know what? I stood in my power. Because no one or no thing can take your power from you. And I really learned that in the face of fire burning me from people that say they love me and say they want the best for me. I learned to stand in my power and all it did was refine me, quite honestly. That's all it did. It was refined me. It gave me, it gave me God deeper. It dropped me in deeper. And for that, I am grateful. I am grateful. And truly, just the other day at my acupuncture appointment, working on a lot of physical, a lot of physical things. Like the physical body needs the support that the physical body needs during this. There's no, there's no bypassing that. There is no bypassing it. (laughs) There's no escaping it because the physical body will throw up the, the signs of what it needs if you ignore it. Like the physical body will really, really throw a wrench into everything of your body function until it gets what it needs. It will get very, very loud. And I have spent arguably my whole life, one I could, I could say now, looking back on it, but I was so locked down and disconnected. My body functioned within that confines. But now the dismantling of all that has really shown the massive, massive digestive issues that I have. And the need for healing in that but also the need for expansion in my digestion in this body to not only digest food for the nutrients to support my body, to support living here, but also 
the requirement of more food. My body is more, my body is, is more hungry than it has ever been in my life. One could argue I was living off of probably air for most of my life. And the satiation of hunger is alive in me. But it's not just for food. Yes, it's for food. And it's for more food in the way my body wants it, which again, for women, that's, that's another edge based on the way we are taught culturally, society, all of that around, you know, eating and being hungry and, you know, what that looks like and all the, all the stuff. And as well as all the other elements of life from all the mental, the emotional, the spiritual bodies, all of that coming through this physical body, because I have spent so much time on my healing journey, healing through those bodies, because that was a safer route for me. That was the route for me. Now it's all about, okay, now we're coming into this physical body and there's stuff that has to get cleared out. There's stuff that has to get restructured and there's stuff that has to wake up because that phrase, it's all within you, is literally true. It literally is true. There's parts of me that all of a sudden open up. There's parts of me that all of a sudden get turned on. There's part, and I say turned on, I don't mean turned on in a sexual sense, but turned on to its life force, turned on to its connection to God, turned on to, to love. And they rise up within me as what needs to go is going. It's, it's carrying that duality of the death. There's been so much death inside of me that has to be removed out of this body. And there's been so many, as I learned deeply, I carried a lot, a lot, a lot of entities, of various entities in various parts of my body because I didn't inhabit my body. And those entities were sucking my life force, keeping me disconnected, and literally taking my nutrients from me as well, as well as jacking up a lot of stuff for me. And they're dead now. And they have to get removed from my body. And it's been this process of of death, of deep death, and the removal of that through the body, and allowing the truth to rise, the truth to come alive, the connection to become alive. And literally God in my body where fear was, where entities were. It's literally the physical embodiment of my divine spirit, of my soul happening and the places of where it's all supposed to be by divine design. And like I said, the physical body needs a lot, a lot, a lot of support when it comes to that process. And that's why wow, I started this episode with we're not getting 
the depth, the integration, the wisdom of the conversation of embodiment online. We're not. Because when you talk about it in these terms, people, a lot of people will be running the other way. Because we want everything so fast and so easy and to be so pain-free and just so utopian rainbow world. And that isn't at all, at all what the journey is. It's not. I have had very few moments of like joy, shall we say. Very few moments or I've had glimpses of things, but it's, it hasn't fully landed yet for me. So there's been a lot of, a lot of glimpses knowing that it's, that this is what's happening. This is where we're going. And that's true, but it's not like, boom, here it is. There is, that's where the manifestation process comes alive. You've got to be in your body and you have to be embodied in your truth and connected to your source within and flow in love to really manifest on a sustainable, thriving level what you're here for. And God, the divine spirit within, love, the universe, however you resonate with it, is never going to give you the true manifestation of your dreams, of your desires. You may have one, you may think it looks one way, feels one way, all that. I'm telling you right now, that's nothing compared to the way your divine spirit sees it. You're never going to get that version and live that version and have it be sustainable unless you're embodied. And that's why you see a lot of collapse in spiritual businesses because they don't have the proper foundation to stand upon. They don't. They don't have the embodiment to support what it is that they're doing. And that's why as much as there's burnout in corporate America, there's burnout in entrepreneurship in spiritual business just as much, if not more, quite honestly, because they're standing on a lot of illusion and distortion and running off of different power sources as their life source versus what their true connection is and they've bypassed they've bypassed a lot of things and so I share this all with you so that you know you are not alone you're not alone and if you're in it And you're like, oh, I'm right there in my version. I got it. I feel it. Glad I'm not alone. Keep going. Keep going. Because this is a process that you will see the other side of. You will. 
And this part of the process requires not that you haven't been showing up. You've always been showing up. But now this requires a little more showing up in the way of choosing, deciding, and taking action, even the, mo- even the baby step of what you feel nudged towards. Whatever that is, and you know what that is right now as I'm saying it. You know. You know the thing that you avoid doing all the time. Or the thing that scares you to do. You know what that is. It's about doing that thing. But not doing that thing in the sense of like the overwhelm of that thing. Because our desires, our dreams can be very overwhelming to us. It's that one thing that would lay that that piece of foundation even more for you. It's that one thing. That's all you got to do. Take that baby step and just keep taking those baby steps. And when you're sitting in that resistance to that thing, sit with that resistance and ask it what it needs, what it wants. And give that to yourself. that's the hardest thing ever is to sit in your own resistance and give yourself what it is that you need and you'd be surprised what it is that you actually need for me it always comes up love or safety because I have always been very comfortable making the leaps but I'm I'm flying with nothing underneath I mean I know this sounds crazy flying with nothing underneath you uh which in general you know you're flying that's part of the freedom of flying but it's like I had nothing underneath me to tether me to to earth And so it always left me with crash landings in some way. And that made, in my body, it made it seem very unsafe to to do the things that I knew I needed to do, wanted to do, because I was always ready to take off to the big thing. When it's actually the small things, the small moments that build the big thing. And that's where I'm at right now. And I welcome you into your small moments that build your big thing. Because we get to do that and that's part of the embodying process. It's part, it's part of it. It's that co-creation process. And yeah, it can feel like oh, I got a lot going on. I get that. I get that. You're expanding your capacity. And it's safe to do that. I'm sending you so much love. 
It is my deepest desire that you are receiving exactly what it is that you need to receive in this episode. If you are looking to have deeper connection, please connect with me at the Divine Spirit Within on Telegram Messenger. And if you would like more community, more support that way in any way, you can also join the Telegram community at the divine spirit within all on telegram i look forward to connecting with you deeper and if you really really resonated with this episode please please leave a review from the deepest part of your heart your soul your divinity that you connected with to help others on this journey that is how we all navigate along the way Much love to you.